listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. I keep my mind on my money, money on my mind. Finger on the trigger, nigga, hand on my nine, smoking blunts and skunk, making hoes of punks and underground funk bumping out of my trunk. Leave my life as a hustler, high to a die. Oh wait, live my life as a hustler, high till I die. Meeting bitches, getting riches, miss me with lies. Picture me living out my life as a buster. I'd rather pop out and shot out my Glock and blast motherfuckers. This is not how these lyrics went. Uh, I think he means I'd rather <laughs> pop a shout out, uh, shout out my Glock. Anyway, uh, hey, welcome to the Blackout Tips. That went terribly. And <laughs> you sound like me out there it's uh saturday this you know this is why i need to be proofreading these lyrics for our copy and paste um <laughs> welcome to the blackout tips your host rod and karen and we're live on saturday morning as you guys can tell um uh doing feedback on a on a saturday morning where everybody snowed in on the east coast yeah i mean like literally they said some parts of florida got snow or as i prefer to call it uh the snow is trapped with me okay ain't that the truth um but yeah we're we're here we're alive we're freezing but we're gonna do this podcast mm-hmm. also if you're premium at three o'clock we're doing a nerd off with chris so that's the thing you might want to look forward to yes um and uh let's see what else anything else nope nope let's just get right into it feedback show the blackout tips.com the blackout tips on itunes and stitcher search for it it'll come up like it leave it five stars we'll read your review if you leave a five star review and we like it mm-hmm. the official weapon of the show is the taser and the unofficial sport is bullet ball and bullet ball extreme and uh at the blackout com, you can do stuff like donate to the show you can vote in the polls you can leave comments on the website you know we have to definitely take a little time out to give props to those who do donate to the show play the music <laughs> <laughs> no. Pastor, uh, uh, Pastor, this is the wrong song. Hey, Pastor, Pastor, hey, Pastor, what's wrong? Pastor, Pastor, who 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 put this in the CD remix? Uh, no, this this is not the song. That wasn't the song. No, no, sir. Okay, well that's why I was listening to on my way up here. I must have just left it playing. Yeah, uh, no. Okay, all right. Well, let me play, play yeah, the right yeah, song. Yeah, this will not lead the people to the praise and worship. Thank you. Sorry, Sorry about that, everybody. It's so embarrassing. To recession, depression, and unemployment. This song's for you. Today's a new day. That's right, new day. Yay. Time to get this jacked. My man Detickler, all the way out of Memphis, hooking us up with that recurring donation. Thanks, Corey. First time donator officially, Conrad. Return donator. Thank you very much, Conrad. Tabitha M, recurring donation. Thank you, Tabitha. Y'all always looking out for us, and we appreciate it. Maxi G. I believe that is a new person. Yeah, never heard that name before. Brand new recurring donator. Thank you, Maxi. Veronica P hit us with the one-time donation, visiting from out of town thank you veronica thank you brina h recurrent donator thank you brina chris from hawaii recurrent donator maurice november uh <laughs> star <laughs> star of uh telemundo um asabado gengate uh tv station mm-hmm. uh <laughs> david s recurrent donator thank you dave 
fem press comics recurring donator olivia all the way from chicago you guys might know as fem underscore esquire on twitter uh renate i hope i'm not fucking your name up renate recurring donator pete b recurring donator anthony van d recurring donator mm-hmm. shimmy writes in uh this one-time donation dear rod and karen i wanted to be put a couple of dollars in the collection plate to say thank you y'all get me through endless hours of staring at spreadsheets and trying to avoid pointless meetings keep it up karen okay thank you bomani jones of the right time on espn Mm -hmm. recurring donator i mean just like so many people that have been on the show you know bo supports us and that prosperity has pulled back into his life don't you want to have your own show on espn make sure you donate to the black guy tips i know when when bo was donating to the show he was just a poor intern but now look at him <laughs> on tv and the national radio every day and you can be too just don't pay your rent but pay us <laughs> Kari g recurring donator nicholas c z like zebra recurring donator uh jamar d recurring donator i think jamar might be new yep new, new to me Peter c recurring donator thank you Peter tiffany p recurring donator thank you and she's brand new mm-hmm. we got a one-time donation from georgia m who says i owe you for all the long hours of laughter and teaching my film crew the baller alert song if they could just stop singing at the wrong time oh <laughs> i'm so sorry <laughs> it's all about being appropriate i know <laughs> just just remind them that a true five-star bitch doesn't just blur out the song at any point okay that's why they five stars that that that's four star bitch behavior that they are doing on set and that's not right uh monica b recurring donated thank you monica yes we appreciate that recurring donation uh rock from the black astronauts podcast and that's everybody that was a lot of fucking people thank yes, y'all so much yes thank you snowed in now we can go buy a snow plow and get free i know with y'all money no i was i was outside shoveling the snow the other day and i heard i heard a voice and the voice said aren't you cold and i said yes i am cold and they said well then why don't you want a snowmobile or or snow plow (laughs) and i said who the hell is this and he said don't worry about who this is i asked you a question i said no man i can't see you who the hell you think you're talking to he said look i know your credit is messed up and i said damn it's god ah. it's the only way he could have known and then he said no it's not he said uh i just knew it because you was black and it turned out <laughs> and it turned out it was the devil karen that's right but keep donating or i'm gonna have to turn to the devil is what i'm trying to tell y'all out there so no giving us money or i'm just gonna turn to satan no he he keeps promising me Mm -mm. snow plows Mm -mm. he he promised me a nice wool uh Mm -mm. coat and uh Mm -mm. it's y'all's money that's keeping me from going to satan nope get ye behind me nope (laughs) so y'all just remember that Mm -mm. anyway (laughs) we have five star reviews I mean, you can play that music, but that right there, mm-mm, mm-mm, I ain't going for that. I'm just telling you. I'm just telling you what, what happened to me. You can't tell me what happened to me. Uh, you wouldn't shovel no snow either. I was. You weren't here. I was, I, shov- I was shoveling the snow. Yeah, I know. I wouldn't shovel no goddamn snow. I know you weren't. I didn't say you was out there. You would have heard the voice, obviously. 
don't be trying to get in the way of my stories not, oh my bad my bad i'm trying to get in the way of your blessings i'm sorry i let you tell your own testimony right. this is how we're gonna be broke listening to you <laughs> so send your money in or satan will is what i'm saying people Mm-mm. i would hate Mm-mm. to have to start i don't know what satan's into eating babies i don't know <laughs> no i'd hate to start doing no, that we ain't bathing in no blood none of that nope i, I refuse i already had the temptation of chipotle once this week mm, you don't yawn with that one and i have risen three days later Mm-mm. and it was good and mm-hmm. i'm untouched well i will i guess i must ain't being limb right because i don't want none of that yep i guess you ain't uh we have five star reviews on itunes um people left them they were nice so we're reading them see it's simple guys um fb friends before a listener glad i downloaded this is from jess joseph jessup i became friends with ryan and k before i listened to the podcast okay well that's one way to do it i'm glad i downloaded it although rod and i sometimes argue on facebook but the show is fun and informative i don't even know what we argue about but i feel like that's all my facebook friends i love his interaction with k as a person in a long marriage i relate to that chemistry anyone who enjoys staying involved in social issues while also actually laughing please give them a try and make sure you are ready to do to for do you want to funk you will become a gay man after one listen that's how it works (laughs) that's my jam that's how people that's how it works man it's like a virus it is you be straight then i'll see you be like man look at them titties and it'd be like oh i know you like look at look at all this dick <laughs> uh <laughs> i want to put on booty shorts for some reason right <laughs> what happened to you i don't know man i came in here to watch the game and then all of a sudden <laughs> I just felt like roller skating around the room. Hey. Couldn't help myself. I don't know what came over me. Hours later, I was covered in sperm. <laughs> I can't tell you what happened. That's probably how Republicans think it happened. Uh, <laughs> I bet you so. <laughs> they, that's why they so scared. They, they think as soon as they in the music or get around anybody gay, they just going to be covered in sperm. They probably think it's like, hey, welcome to Planned Parenthood. <laughs> Ooh, what is going on at the end? <laughs> yes, I'm, I'm ready. fucking in the breaches. I'm ready for an abortion and some gay sex. Right, what's happening in here? Mm. Y'all got any illegal uh, immigrants up in here? Because I'm <laughs> trying to hang with them. Yes, I am. Do some gay sex abortions. Yes. <laughs> Y'all trying to take my guns away? That's why I draw the line. Everything else, I don't care nothing about. <laughs> Show is already off the rails. <laughs> simply put it's very entertaining five stars from king bowser 252 says very funny thank you thank you uh great podcast five stars by miss jojo 71 says listen subscribe and go premium for an insightful look at today's current events do it do it now that's right thank you appreciate that we do yeah it don't gotta be long Mm -mm, it don't y'all just keep it positive and five stars Mm -hmm. best podcast i have ever listened to oh by lovely miss honey b so karen this is completely for you oh i started listening to this podcast roughly a year ago it has quickly become not only my favorite but the one i quote and send to friends your views are so open and thought-provoking that i have really expanded my outlook on the of the world around me you are the complete package for the urban intellectual 
someone that can identify with the blood with the hood but aspires to have a broader understanding i truly cannot say enough glowing things about the podcast itself so i will mention the host rod and karen dynamic duo that will make you seriously laugh rewind it and think did they just say that hello group of tales the respect <laughs> the respect you show each other flows right into your work and it's beautiful karen you're come on dog has got to be my favorite thing in the world that's when i know rod is hitting point at the point balls deep sports i am straight still in that phrase rod when when you do the women's voices and groupie tales along with their races i think glitter and rainbows must be sprinkled all over you (laughs) 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 on a more serious note you two are activists your commentary about the world's intolerance shines a spotlight on the issues we face as people of color along with sexual orientation and religious bigotry i simply love what you do and somehow those two hours go by way too quick i support and salute you uh with love Tashima. oh thank you thank you that is a very glowing review i appreciate you and i'm glad you enjoyed the show mm-hmm. and we will continue our uh our active our blacktivism i don't know what you would call it i don't know what you would call it because yeah when i look at it nah i i see what activists go through i'm like nah i'm not i'm not that i I care and i'm concerned but you know i'm not that i know if uh deray keep uh retweeting me i'm gonna just call myself an activist because i'm getting the responses like one Uh, yeah every time you tweet me it's some some ashy motherfuckers show up like "Mm -mm, i disagree my brother what we need to do is go on a pilgrimage to mecca them hotel niggas the original man's land i'm like hey man i just all i said was i didn't understand why y'all was getting on macamore that hard i didn't come on dog i didn't know this would lead to to uh, to this right to, to us needing to start our own black nation i mean hey you know we already had that uh i i can't remember what episode it was but i think uh the more i think about it my favorite moment of the show or one of my favorite moments was the um american black people just going back to africa and trying to take it over yes and how that shit would go down that was my favorite anyway that's what it always reminds me of when people are like we gonna go to africa start our own nations like yo niggas live there yeah like you can't uh, just take their shit yeah they are they are already there what, what about that don't you understand right we are ignorant to the culture over there and everything you Come can't on. just can just go over there and be like hey, hey guys you, you know these huts fuck that shit we're gonna get running water we go we gonna make this a city but you know what though but they got cities they have running water like not all of africa is it's not like nas in belly africa's not that, all one place no, and it's, it's not, not all some ignorant ass the gods must be crazy nope it's it's just like any other country some right, places but, are different but that's their ignorance when they go over there they think that's what it is when yeah. i think they got some like some of the most um industrialized cities in the world and like malls and shit like that it ain't all dust and dirt y'all yeah but my point is a lot of people gonna go over there and they're gonna be at the mall talking about oh is this my house like no, no. motherfucker, you're not from here right become a citizen yeah just but yeah every time i get retweeted by any any of the activists that follow me i always end up getting i'm like how do y'all deal with this all day man all day all day every day all day everything they say like they could just be like listen to fetty wop why ain't you on the streets of chicago right okay you need you fetty wop got one eye you need to keep one one eye open on the white man i'm like yes damn can that, i can i get five minutes right. to myself to party or? right they're, they're like i'm watching walking dead we are the walking dead nigga yeah. why ain't you talking about us dying in the streets don't nobody care about rick grimes yeah. they were like well god damn <laughs> i got to be on all the time 
right this sandwich is delicious you worried about sandwiches but the people in flint can't get water to wash their sandwiches yes! down with you like I, hey man I, right I, I, I care about that too i i just was enjoying a nice right. sandwich i right do you be like i i just got a cup of coffee from starbucks stars our kids are the stars and they falling from the sky daily what's the problem over here why aren't you concerned about them stars instead of giving your money to starbucks what how do we get here i swear every single time i get retweeted that's what happens <laughs> yeah right, yeah right. that keep on we might as well say yeah we activists right um well uh yeah so <laughs> uh love the podcast by melvin diggs is chilling who says very funny and entertaining podcast just putting in my review before karen run up on me (laughs) (laughs) i've been listening for a while finally putting a review in keep up the good work guys thank you thank you yes thank you and last five star review on itunes my mid i hope i pronounced that right my mid the best of the best five stars i've been listening to this podcast for about two months i have a long stressful commute to work i actually look forward to the drive now because it gives me an uninterrupted two hours to listen to your podcast oh everything about it is top notch from the humor to discussing social issues i started listening to other podcasts because of guests of your show such as black chick watching movie trailer reviews slack of society and many more Woo-hoo. it's really refreshing to listen it to, refreshing to listen because you both get in get it on so many issues i wish i had known about this podcast five years ago keep up the amazing work thanks thank you appreciate it thank man. you so we didn't get any outside of the united states not that i i mean you know nobody told me okay all right for those of you as well since i said that for those of you that want to leave us a five-star review go to any apple device and uh go to your itunes and type in the black guy who tips up in the top left hand corner you'll see five stars um underneath that there's a little button that says write a review click on that and write us a five-star review we will read it as long as it's five stars and as long as we approve of it if you are outside of the continental united states this does include mexico and canada uh let us know because we don't see those for one reason or another and so we know we have people from all over the world and we know everybody wants their reviews read because they do matter so um for those of you that don't have any apple devices you can download apple onto apple you can download itunes i'm sorry onto your computer and leave us a five-star review that way then you can get rid of it and it doesn't stick or give you a virus or anything like that guys and so i thank you for those of you that have left us a five-star review and for those of you that hadn't and you know that in your hard hearts i've been talking to you mm-hmm, you you yeah i know you just turned your head mm-hmm. i know you looking around the corner i see you go ahead and leave us a five-star view because they matter because you know what people that don't like us they work hard so people that love us should work hard too it's absolutely possibly free of charge it doesn't cost you a dime guys and this helps us out more than you will ever know yeah uh actually we got one that i didn't see from last year it looks like from oh, okay from uh the united kingdom Oh wow. Jennifer OZ who said forty ounces of love for the blackout tips. Oh, it's, it's hers. I, I always oh. be like forty ounces of love. Uh which I can't remember what movie was that. Oh, Have Plenty, I think is where I got that from. Mm-hmm. If you guys have ever seen the dinner scene in Have Plenty, so Yes. Good. Okay, Gina, Karen, you win. You finally broke me down. I guess you can get this review. Thank you. And she said, Martin, hi, as you guys love Martin. I hope you will enjoy my paraphrased quote of Martin's famous first proposal to Gina in reference to my finally leaving the blackout tips a much overdue, overdue, overdue review. 
oh yeah you scheme and you plotted yes and you got me all right <laughs> he's like are you happy damn i love that show anyway uh you know what i didn't know until this year there's a that's right 2016 black people that don't like martin i did not know that was a thing to happen i saw it on it was and it was a quite a few it was like oh that show's never been funny i was like wow I one of my favorite didn't even shows know that, didn't even know there were black people that like that uh <laughs> but uh, we are yeah. not a monolith apparently everybody was coming out of the, the don't like martin closet i was like damn anyway um so she says well i love your show i've been listening for nearly a year now but much as with donating the shows i loyally listen to i just don't believe in leaving reviews i'm too trifling to be bothered with supporting the art and entertainment i consume if i can help it however just as with my pockets you broken into my conscience too now i've been enjoying hearing rod playfully mock the oz of my double barrel last name each month as he sends a <laughs> shout out to the blackout test patron on saturdays for a minute now and sister karen's pleas for reviews and the offering back have finally melted my cold indifferent heart so here i go and yes rod i'm leaving this review from china i know you said not to but if they come for me so be it (laughs) i'm assuming she's still with us because we still get the donations (laughs) yeah so they ain't caught you yet girl i know keep your head down sister i think i'm good though as aside from blocking my access to your show for about a solid week after you issued that episode entitled chinese for dinner oh shit <laughs> it was like uh, oh, um oh, no shit. um yeah uh this my <laughs> this the government stepped in go we we got to review this but we but we let this one out china was like we got to listen to this shit <laughs> yeah <laughs> this is that some person, propaganda we will not release it that person that wrote in talking about you guys hate the chinese and shit like maybe that was him that blocked us maybe we they, don't y'all they seem to have determined the blackout tip is not a subversive threat to the state and are letting your show through on a pretty much daily basis now though when i first arrived it did appear that they were screening each episode first and this would not only cause delays but weird hiccups and tracking issues in the content eventually received <laughs> it was taking shit out i love your show and have <laughs> it was like nope it was like we gonna edit this we don't like this oh. not that either they was just taking out all the guests the race that might be asian they was like nah go- <laughs> yeah Mm-mm, we don't need mm-mm, to hear that mm-mm, shit mm-mm. nope mm-mm. um <laughs> we don't like this nope we don't like this right you listen to the show it just skip from uh all right guess the race of and then just uh all right next next story <laughs> right uh they was black y'all they was black right but uh yeah i love your show and have carried it with me from london to beijing so it really it's really on me to not have gotten this on in sooner under safer conditions i've enjoyed the blackout tips since i found you from searching for black podcasts on itunes I started listening in London just before completing my probationary period at what was an awesome new job in the heart of the city. And let me tell you, it's a good thing I hadn't found you too sooner because there are only so many snorts of laughter you can pass off as coughs and sneezes before the rest of the senior management team has a word with your director. That's true. Somehow I passed probation, even with my earbuds going in a bit more often than some might deem professional, to catch an earful of that sweet, sweet daily dose of the blackout tips. As mentioned i'm in china's capital city now and while my sweet london career is behind me or on pause for the moment as i settle in here with my husband who's an expat on uh, contract to his company's beijing office for a few years and wait for baby number two 
the blackout tips is definitely staying at full rotation so please enjoy these 40 ounces of love from red commie china love it here so far a very interesting country p.s if you and karen ever interested in taking a trip to, trip to china i'd be happy to put you up in our guest room oh thank you very much um and uh you know we're racist against chinese so we can't go no, uh, we not we really do appreciate it i like that karen was like no don't censor this one no don't don't <laughs> censor this one we, we want this one to play y'all <laughs> now nah, i can't promise you on the next episode but for this one we want this to play so you can hear what we have to say he's just joking guys we don't we don't hate the chinese please <laughs> right. um all right uh we also have five star review on stitcher uh just one a man wanga writes in seven days ago absolute greatness been listening for over three years have left itunes feedback so signed up here to leave more and avoid the wrath of karen <laughs> it's a great show that covers a wide range of subjects uh, across all the shows rod and karen are fun to listen to and will help you get through your work days they've also been a great uh, been a gateway to a bunch of other great get, uh, podcasts by having other shows host on as guests so give it a listen thanks man appreciate you wanga yes thank you and for those of you that have left us a review on itunes you can leave us a review on stitcher too go to uh google um the black guy who tips uh stitcher page and that page will come up and leave us a five-star review directly through the stitcher page and once you do please check your email to be sure because stitcher sends out an email to be sure it didn't go to junk mail and once you approve the email your review will be left uh on ios devices stitcher allows you to leave comments per episode we don't see those those don't go to like the stitcher page our stitcher review page for whatever reason so leave us a review on uh stitcher uh because those stars matter too so i thank you for guys that's going to leave us a review on itunes and stitcher and for those that's going to leave us a review on one go ahead and make us 10 stars because it's five for each so we thank you guys all right man um so we had uh some episodes this week you may have heard of them um and wait did i foul some of these wrong let me see one two three uh four five. Oh wait where did i put the feedback episode all right let's go back to the regular page and uh see what i did with that <laughs> and fix this yeah that was a mistake uh but yeah we had some uh podcast episodes and uh they were great um and uh i guess while i look for what i did with it real quick okay okay that was uh find out what happened to it mm, hmm. okay that was last week oh yeah i must have found this in the wrong place oh i should probably play music while i do this okay uh here i love this song right now and you guys should all love it too i hold it down like a snapchat go over your head like a snapback uploaded a pic double tap that and your flow so old granddad it's just fanta yeah i'm way too much like a black cap what are you stop chatting in the club for? Just dance, man. Like your family, your family, your family. Ain't no girl better than. I'm on the roads, caravan. Let me do this fast, Ramadan. Cause it's going down, avalanche. I'ma keep it short, paragraph. Queen's each, I'm a rain, and a rack. Take your off as well, Nazareth. Oh Jesus, oh Lord, oh Jesus. A couple of snakey friends, just Adam and Eve does. And there's no debate. And who's better? Come on. I'll turn them on to a go like Bruce Turner. Shout down the dance like. 
they don't like I be the one they love all right it was i guess it was uh was just me looking at something wrong or something okay anyway uh we had a bunch of episodes last week and you know as always we have comments and we have polls for you guys to talk about mm-hmm. the first episode was as the hood turns episode eleven seventeen. uh you ain't got the answer says i knew mr creepy mccreepster uh wouldn't keep away yeah cause we got that voicemail from another unlisted number that sounded a lot like buddy from that medium talk mm-hmm. that just had tried to put on a fake accent soon as i heard that creepy stalker voice the hair on my neck stood up i'm not sure what you did to him but he can't get enough of you rod i didn't do shit don't victim blame me mm-hmm. uh <laughs> it's always the victim fault. Right. what were you wearing what did you do did you put your sexy voice on did you rub your beard on what you do i was wearing a mesh top and some short shorts but it had nothing to do with that uh were you surprised that no i was over his house at three in the morning but i don't understand why this is my fault karen okay Mm. i didn't tell him to stalk me uh were you surprised that no black people got nominated for an oscar yes no oh so the weekend ain't black huh rod huh those are the the (laughs) uh 10 percent of y'all voted yes you were surprised that no black people got nominated for an oscar and i applaud y'all man because i'm gonna be honest i was surprised especially after last year i guess some people are gonna be like why are you surprised you shouldn't be but i i was i thought two years in the road dog i saw i saw movies this year by black people that i thought were excellent Mm -hmm. um i've been watching a lot of screeners and stuff i actually watched tangerine this morning um which is really good uh and short too which is uh something a lot of people can learn from but uh yeah it was you know it's just it's wild that nobody thought these movies or or people were should be nominated so yeah i I was surprised uh black people were excellent this year um no not surprised 77 percent of our audience not surprised um that no black people were nominated and then 13 percent said oh so the weekend ain't black huh rod huh to which i say y'all right he black (laughs) my bad (laughs) uh ben (laughs) with that ocean crashing hair ben says was going to vote for the one about the weekend just because it was so damn funny but i had to be honest with myself no i'm not surprised not because it hasn't been a great cinematic year for black people creed concussion john boyega just to name the recent things but because this nation is so fucked up two thumbs up for the show thanks ben amani says oh you thought the Oscars were going to forgive ice cube for burn hollywood burn they even ignored dope for being too close to straight out of compton the, pretty, the petty is real uh also we had comments on uh episode 11 18 bacon eggs and injustice this is a good one it was fun Mm. silly Mm. uh but yeah we talked about um the pastors who were boycotting rahm emanuel's um breakfast prayer breakfast for martin luther king and a bunch of stuff skittles pox uh maya b says a thing to note about mr robot is that it is created wrote and directed by egyptian american man who helped out one of his skin folks rami malik malik um who is also egyptian american get a lead role the they want praise from the white gay shit makes no sense when these creators of color especially black creators are out here getting their fellow people roles in their shows created by them regardless if they get recognition from white award shows right it's not like that's another reason it doesn't make sense y'all want white acceptance 
motherfucker i'm gonna keep doing my job whether white folks recognize it or not so you need to understand i'm a constant you know what i'm saying this like there's no variable to me putting forth the effort the variable is to me being acknowledged and things can change with enough pressure things can change Mm -hmm. organizations try to like institutions try to present this front that they're unchangeable and for the most part the public buys it right we i don't know why we buy it it's pretty stupid to buy these that institutions are immutable because institutions are made up of people yes they are and if people are capable of changing for better or worse then it lends itself to that organizations and institutions are capable of changing you know and even the things that seem impossible even the most daunting things have changed slavery was an institution you know what i mean like and like i said for better or worse you know prison wasn't always what it is today Mm -hmm. in america um you know the college athletics wasn't always what it is today people change you know and it might things look impossible at first but you know if you put enough pressure sometimes you can get you can get that change um but uh yeah can you can you imagine people well i'm sure there were people we just weren't alive at the time but you imagine people just like really man you gonna try to make them desegregate that ain't gonna work right right well you better just stop boy oh yeah more more people did that than people want to give credit to Mm. most people most black people who wanted to be free they would not march they wouldn't protest not put up a sign but yet they wanted these changes and it's just one of those things where it has to be somebody that's willing to step out of the group and say hey i am not going to sit back and let you do these things against this group of people and once you do that you will have a few to step out with you but the overall group is not they will rip the benefits of your hard work but overall people don't want change even if it's for their own best interest they don't want change because people like status quo and people like safety most people don't like conflict most people don't like uh, to have to deal with friction or interaction and shit like that but they want to reap the benefits of somebody else taking the charge and taking the beatings and taking the backlash and dealing with the media tearing the pieces that allow you to do that and then once you've got to the finish line everybody comes and yays and reaps the benefits of your hard work but overall most people like the status quo even if it doesn't make sense for them to like the status quo they do yeah so uh yeah i you know i just I just think people need to admit you know to recognize that instead of because the thing is once the change happens and i'm sure we'll talk about it tomorrow when we talk about the oscars and the change that's been ha- that that is uh just groundbreaking amount of changes about to happen there once it happens everybody wants to jump on board like they were cheerleading you the whole way right but i watched people right this ain't never gonna work it'll never be this so what why y'all you worried for yeah why y'all worried about it, it ain't never y'all y'all expecting something huh y'all surprised and then it's like oh oh y'all met oh y'all got some change y'all made that happen oh okay well hey black girl magic you did it girl You're like oh okay i see what y'all doing mm-hmm. i'm sure that's what it was like with martin luther king and them too come on through the course of history nigga they ain't never gonna change the buses i got to miss the bus because you want freedom come no, on i'm gonna sit be your, late to work walking right sit your ass in the back and go on about your business why we gotta be in the front right then uh motherfuckers uh got got the right to sit in the front of the bus and shit then it's like 
you know what i always knew y'all could do it <laughs> right i was always there right room from the sidelines um so yeah um says uh da, 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 da. the idea that they're only creating these projects to get appreciation and praise from the white gays is ridiculous because i believe that people like ryan coogler ava duvernay and f gary gray should get recognition from these systematically fucked up awards because why if david o russell can basically shit on the same shit out the same tire movie and get oscar nominations i believe that ryan coogler can too yeah that's the other thing that's weird about it too is um are you saying ryan coogler ava duvernay f gary gray all these people just all they care about is the white gays they just care about white people no, so they've been black their whole ass life come on dedicate have movies they wanted to do their whole ass life and it's just so they can be down with white folks like Mm-mm. i don't know it, it just seems uh, uh, extremely cynical of you i put it that way it all makes right. me question the motives of people that think that way because it's like if you assume that's what they're doing then what is what are you doing yeah what is what does that say about you yeah what does success mean to you because that to me that's never been a thing i considered success is Mm-mm. well as long as these white folks like me you know and i think the people that are like that are overtly transparent about those things you know when when you see like a stacy dash saying what she's saying you're like oh, okay that's what that looks like right that's what that looks like right yeah but you know i don't think a person that puts you know blackness forth and it's so diversity minded and it's so much about putting black women's voices forward is just coveting the white gaze when mm-hmm. i think about ava duvernay that 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 sounds ridiculous to me uh amani says hey rod and karen mentioned it on balls deep but the more i think about it the oscars the oscars it reminds me of the problems that black nfl coaches or really any other job as much as they're about celebrating and acknowledging the work and it's insulting to then push back push black and brown creators out of that these awards are about job opportunities too and seeing that taken away pisses me the fuck off we're just supposed to deal with the old boys network giving spielberg a nomination for a movie not even critics cared about like mike shanahan getting interviews for works he work he did 20 years ago or listening to the same media that hyped mad max from the jump is the best picture now run with oscar so white like their newsrooms aren't just as bad yeah there's uh one thing i know and maybe it'll come up tomorrow i don't know but there's one thing i noticed about a lot of these quotes from the backlash from white celebrities who are just overtly saying racist shit right now mm-hmm. um you can tell the person asking the question is a white person mm-hmm. and that's it that there's a lot to that that like it's on it's levels to this shit but the media that people want to um uh put pressure on to the hollywood to diversify is is white as fuck it's already not diversified so even the media pressure we would like to see the outlets that have the ability to go out and hire and diversify their their rooms aren't doing it Mm -mm. and they're only covering this because it's a big story and they can get the clicks but they aren't really putting any integrity behind it they're not gonna write anything about why this is wrong right they're covering it the same way that you cover when you go on an expedition to africa or safari they're like they're they're looking at it as an event not as an actual moral stance that one would need to take in order to be uh justified in the creative realm and that's right. really how it should be looked at it should be looked at as the moral struggle uh today is a civil rights type struggle today in that arena rather than um let's see what michael kane has to say and he says that and then we don't 
challenge it we don't ask a follow-up question we just go because we really don't care yeah we just run throw up the headline michael kane says black people need to be patient and then that's it that's all our involvement we put it on the hollywood reporter and that and you're like what is who asked that question what does that boardroom look like you know because i'm not and the thing is i'm not even saying um you have to fight them or call them out or debate them Mm -hmm. i'm just saying there's not even a follow-up question to ask there's not no one's asking for clarification it's simply a statement and then they're done with it um i remember when um anthony mackie said that dumb shit about um black people and haircuts and whatnot they had a black woman interviewing him and she asked like two more questions like okay but are you saying this all right and did you mean it that way all right all right we'll print that roll it you know right because it's like i gave you a chance to clarify all right like that's that's exactly what you okay um and, and yeah like i said i uh these especially when these pieces are supposed like these places are supposed to take moral stances they're just not oh no no they're like no. it don't affect me so what do i care correct whether it's deserved or not the oscars are the biggest platform in the industry not just for the person nominated but it allows them to put more people on hugh jackson got hired in cleveland and brought in three black assistants who were apparently so hard to find for every other coach even tony dungy's homophobic ass ended up winning so much and surrounding himself with talented blackness that he got three other black guy head black guys head coaching jobs from his staff if we're adding oscar nominee behind ryan coogler's name all of a sudden people in the industry have to pay attention to the black women who are doing his exceptional cinematography and they get a boost and more doors open to them uh to do what they want right like like it's just a movie is a production that's why you have a producer like it's not simply uh ava duvernay it's ava duvernay everybody that does makeup everybody that does lighting everyone that does the camera work all the scene locators everybody does hair everybody that does costumes everybody that does music everybody you know that that does the cuts you know like everybody does the editing it is like a group of people that make these things happen right and when you look at casting um you know david o russell's gonna put jennifer lawrence in everything he does uh ryan coogler is teaming up with michael b jordan now for the second time like i would love to have black directors slash actors like that i would love to be like oh cool this is ryan coogler and michael b jordan's fourth flick together right you know what i'm saying and you're not gonna get that if you keep kneecapping them every time there's time for awards and then black people go what'd you expect huh like i would expect progress is that so is that so wrong yes i expect to be acknowledged for my excellence just like everybody else is acknowledged for their excellence yeah is that is why why am i the bad guy now because it's not I, like i said fuck the bet awards i i went there too michael b jordan was at the bet awards too I, I, is that is that gonna be okay with everybody he passed the black test now we can can he get can he can we root for him to get an oscar is that bad too um anyway um he says uh Ava DuVernay tells a story about the Sundance Film Festival where she got really excited talking to her fellow nominee, Colin Trevorrow, uh, both coming off of their first feature films. Ava was excited to get in a studio movie with a much bigger budget, which turned out to be Selma. Trevorrow kind of sheepishly told her he got a big budget too, except his wasn't a $20 million biopic. It was a $200 million Jurassic World. And now he's directed Star Wars Episode Nine. Now, shout out to Marvel and Disney. They tried to get her on Black Panther, but it took Selma getting uh, recognized on the Oscar stage, even 
uh if half of them hated that she was even there another prestigious white award wasn't even good enough to get her on relatively equal footing with her white counterpart it took the power of the academy awards to force that respect right and she didn't even get nominated as director which she should have been right and and i didn't know but i think the way they say the academy is you have people that vote on general stuff but i uh, but i think they said like directors vote on director shit like Mm -hmm. when it once it gets to a certain level like only people within that group votes on certain things so her peers of of directors just left her off the list but keep acting like it doesn't matter when we're denied the achievements that we fucking earn and it'll be okay we just create our own as if we haven't been doing that it's not about handouts or seeking the white gaze it's getting what's deserved getting to stand on that stage like anybody else in that field and opening that door for the next person to see how uh see us reality now see us a reality i could go off on this topic all day but i already starting to ramble just going to listen to mama's gun and get ready for this snow hope y'all are staying nice and toasty and make sure that guac on the side didn't take you out on thursday ride peace with all peace and love Imani. <laughs> yeah man i'm good i feel great never felt better in my life I might get chipotle again if it wasn't snowing mm-hmm. will in toronto not me. Hmm? not me i'm not i wasn't talking for you i would never deem to, to say what you're gonna eat i don't know what you're gonna eat just are you them. sure are you sure man you know you all you know men always speak on behalf of their women not me so not all men hashtag not all men <laughs> <laughs> will in toronto says all i gotta say is you've been scrambled you've been poached you've been over easy you've been sunny side up and left astray <laughs> you, <laughs> you kill me with that i'm still laughing thanks will i'm glad you enjoyed it man me too i came up with that on the fly <laughs> that shows just how high caliber show y'all listen to <laughs> should black actors boycott the oscars yes or no 66 percent of people said yes they should 34 percent said no i'm just saying says here's the thing the grammys used to not televise any of the hip-hop categories in 1989 the best rap performance category was presented for the first time will smith and jazzy jeff had one but they refused to show the segment on tv so will and other big acts at the time salt and pepper ll cool j russell simmons at all def jam also boycotted as well so maybe jada is hearkening back to that it still took a while for the grammys to show hip-hop categories on primetime but the thing is after that boycott will smith and jazzy jeff were able to perform the next year on primetime so ultimately they did get some representation on the live show the next year the grammys aren't the oscars though there seem to there seems to be more prestige associated with the oscars cause uh because society seems to uh to place more value on movie stars and singers and performers it's going to be harder to convince everyone black or even minorities period because benicio del toro got overlooked for sicario just as much as idris elba got overlooked for beast of no nation to boycott but something has to get done yeah that's the thing about a boycott i i, I think it's unrealistic in modern times to think all black people will ever do anything yeah i just think those times are over we yes like at this point we have too many individual concerns and certain people just don't believe the same things they i think don't care about certain issues yeah and and for the record i don't know that that was ever a case okay i feel like what happens is we look back on the past with these rose-colored glasses and there's like all this black unity but i guarantee if we lived during that time there are plenty of people that were like don't boycott don't don't fight slavery don't you know like even though the 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 oppression affected everybody i'm sure there were people who were just like no you know i i I read uh 
adam clayton powell's um 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 bi- autobiography and one of the things i liked about it was it was uh between him and malcolm x obviously those are the first books i read where i saw people that talked about the division in black empowerment and black liberation movements in america and that was very important for me to read so that i could know that even though i was being sold hook line and sinker in every classroom that black people were so much better in the past and martin luther king was the gandhi of america and he fixed everything with racism i i could see that among black people that just it was never true that there was ever one genuine path that everyone agreed on and it was obviously the assassination of martin luther king that enabled him to be deified but also to be sanitized right if he was alive he would be able to keep talking for himself and you couldn't just take two or three quotes from one speech and pretend that that's all there was to the man um and when you look at these other people that you know when you read their own words and you read what was written about them at the time i feel like it just makes things so much um more clear and i feel like all black people and i would love to see all white people as well but all black people especially need to read those books so that they won't be fucking um brainwashed out of thinking that no there's no such thing as black unification you know there there, there's no at no point should you expect 100 percent solidarity among black people Mm -mm. but you would never get that with any person any race any anything so once you take that um once you take that qualification off of um organizing i think i think then you're able to 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 at least mitigate the expectations and the results that you get from making these movements so it's like once i take off the the idea that well everyone needs to boycott then i'm fine because it's like yeah if shit honestly let's say 25 black people were invited to the oscars i don't know what the numbers are if if like five of them didn't show up it'll still make a statement you know like like i think a lot of people just feel like oh you know some black people still gonna go it's like yeah yeah chris rock gonna host yeah it's fine yeah it's fine guys like it's the statement is being made somewhere yes it is you know so um anyway we had episode eleven nineteen, jada versus janet or was it no janet versus jada we talked about janet hubert and um her beef with jada pinkett smith which was really her beef with will, will smith. smith yes it was which was petty and hilarious but also full of lies right and i look forward to this episode all day because i woke up at three in the morning i was up at three in the morning getting receipts because i was like Mm-mm. i like i know a lot of other podcasts weren't gonna do it radio shows weren't gonna do it tv shows weren't gonna do it some of the discussions i saw around this was ridiculous it it made me so mad mm-hmm. and i i didn't say anything to anybody but some of them were so such simple responses when we have an internet full of information full of and, it. It, and in this case we just have specific like nah this ain't true like it's not like it's a difference between like because people try to use it to be like well let's talk about this does jenna have a point does should everybody not boycott should they boycott is what is jada's right we should all boycott and that you know 
and i'm like does it not matter that those weren't the things that were said does it not matter that some of the stuff said were lies none of that matters to anybody so i couldn't wait to talk about it and i I was appreciative of all the people that gave us feedback they were like yo nobody else talked about this that way um i'm I'm glad y'all broke it down because i was thinking that these that the smiths was some type of weird sellout uncle tom motherfuckers and you know it was sad that just the accusation was enough to where people would go against the smiths and without even needing to prove it like some of the things i heard i just just felt so sad because it was like yo black people can dedicate a lot of time to giving back and it's just erased with one accusation because of either jealousy or just this kind of like let's just go get them or mm-hmm. it's just easy to believe that successful black people don't care about blackness yeah and a lot of it is a lot of people just think that they're just a weird family altogether because of their religion and things like that so a lot of people quote-unquote dismiss them because they don't follow the quote-unquote traditional black ways yeah it just it was just sad to see because there are a lot of people that you know probably don't give back or not even a lot i know there's a lot of people that actively say harmful shit about our community mm-hmm. and i understand what people are like you know like if someone says stacy dash did blankety blank i can see people being like yeah fuck her like i don't need to even look that up but then when it's like you know jada and will i'm like what when did we do why are we doing this to them um anyway sugar bag says hey rod thanks for putting out those receipts i must admit i was ready to believe black aunt viv's claims regarding the smith's philanthropic records and their wokeness i hadn't done my homework and i was ready to believe petty viv even though i knew her ass was bitter and petty this is why i fucks with you both smiley face thanks sugar babe thank you yeah man um and now you know her her acting was good though aunt viv did it was good you know it, it felt authoritative and like hey man uh if she ain't telling the truth she definitely making me believe she is so she deserved the oscar for that uh hiroja shab <laughs> uh or is it hiroja sheeb I, I think i've been pronouncing it wrong uh but hiroja sheeb says when they bring back celebrity death and death match and you know we will aunt Viv versus the smiths this needs to be a main event i mean hell in the cell style maybe with money in the briefcase twist <laughs> oh i forgot about celebrity death match that was fun i love that show uh eve says i'm usually all for the petty but aunt Viv needs a hug it's been over 20 years since her feud with will smith and she still hasn't let it go it's a bit hypocritical for her to call herself a blacktress and tell will and jada they're wrong for calling for more diversity i know people was letting that slide i was like in the same paragraph you can't be like what girl don't nobody care about the blackness honey child please and then like then she's like and all my fellow blacktresses and blacktos i was like wait a minute huh hold up now <laughs> it's like people being like you calling for a boycott to raise minimum wage with all my fellow people that make minimum wage we don't have time for this <laughs> like what well, hold on this, this don't make no sense this gonna help us all right well, you're gonna benefit from this right um this is something she's done in the past uh wait 
yeah yeah this is something she's done in the past but yet when jada says something it's a problem another issue i had was with her when she ran uh with her rant was that it was on some sexist bullshit she made it out like jada doesn't have a mind of her own and will put her up to that i seriously doubt will can make jada do anything she doesn't want to do me too also will was out of the country so for all the conspiracy theories you know because will smith did an interview about it and he decided which like i said i feel like jada knew when she said that shit and will knew when he heard that shit what the move was gonna have to be Mm -hmm. which is i can't go my wife ain't going right (laughs) and she ain't going that means i'm not going but you know but it was a separate decision like you could tell it wasn't like yeah we talked about it and before she said it, it's like if i seen that headline going like well let's make other plans for that night yeah like, are you going he's like shit i thought about maybe going with charlie's but no nah, i ain't crazy all right you crazy uh in my opinion most of the people co-signing with her are people that have a problem with the smiths and how they raise their children i saw so many ignorant comments about will needing to focus on getting his son out of a dress than worry about the oscar shit I believe that because like I said people don't like their family a lot of our supporters are simply just anti-Smiths and Aunt Viv was liking all those comments mm-hmm. that just shows you that she was all of, what she was all about in the first place she's always she'll always be my favorite Aunt Viv but on this issue she's dead wrong yeah got a light skinned friend that look like Aunt Viv uh whose side are you on Janet Huber or Jada Pinkett Smith so even after explaining all this stuff 17 percent of people just on janet's side man yeah, sassy black wins okay it's hard listen the power of a sassy black older woman it is unrivaled. it is it's super saying levels of shade that they be throwing. <laughs> it's really hard to to win but jada uh 83 so most people were reasonable you know but yeah 17 percent just like fuck that uh i'm just saying says i just realized that my comment on the last poll may sound may have sounded sexist you guys are right i shouldn't mix jada's actions with will and maybe she didn't get any inspiration from what will did at the grammys she's been woke it amazes me how quickly people turn on her and will i think it's mostly because they don't like their kids the kids are completely free and wealthy enough to not care about supporting gender norms or preconceived notions about how african-american girls or boys should act and i think that gets some black people uh angry the same ashy black people who were angry about blue ivy's hair probably anyway spike lee uh keeps going out there and spitting the truth that interview with george stephanopoulos though uh i didn't even see that interview me either uh kyle says i find that a lot of people hate will and jada mostly because they're kids which i find weird and since they don't like that family they will believe anything as long as it's negative mm-hmm. wow i guess i'm just not in the circles of the people that hate their kids a lot of people don't do yeah i like their kids yeah because like what your kids is free your kids can 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 do shit and be somebody your kids ain't 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 worried about life like my kids is fuck you you know it's like uh, everybody should really yeah allow their children to be free but you know people don't be wanting to hear that yeah i mean you think they forgot they black cps went to their house because of a picture come on dog meanwhile tiger was fucking Kylie jenner and nothing nobody went by the kardashians nothing 
Being Jada don't know she black? Come on, man. HC says, Aunt Viv would have won me over if she ended the video by doing her dance routine for Fresh Prince and snapping in Jada's face at the end. <laughs> <laughs> that dance is iconic. But, uh, yeah, I gotta roll with Jada on this. I'm sorry, y'all. Um, and episode 1120, where we had Amber P from Black Chick Watching and Black Sexy Geeky and Mental on the show for what I i would call an excellent show mm-hmm. had a great time with her as always um and uh it was episode stacy trash eleven twenty. um we had a couple comments Roger Sheeb says hey can i really enjoy hearing you on the john thank you cannot wait for you and rod and on rod being on twib on the hashtag we are not watching show i know i'm going to get at least one nerd rant from you that's all have a great saturday y'all oh be safe apparently winter is coming so watch out for them white walkers <laughs> yes winter is here and yes i did the show with drew and leslie and Teresa john i had a really really good time with them it's up now for those of you that want to listen to it the only white walkers we have around here are the white people in shorts and sandals in the snow you know? <laughs> yeah, oh damn full force they say fuck the snow eve says stacy dash is dumber than a box of rocks i'd actually feel sorry for her if she didn't keep saying dumb things and the sad thing is i don't actually think she believes half the stuff she says she's tap dancing for a check when was the last time you saw stacy dash in anything besides an occasional guest appearance or video before she started spewing that bullshit for attention well she was in the first season of uh whatever that show is that was on um i was on vh1 for a while and that was it i don't know what else she was in i mean even then i just like that's the thing with stacy dash it's always for me just been you so pretty bless your heart you just can't act or do anything mm-hmm. well Mm-mm-mm. you can just be pretty um and now people are like one thing i have noticed and it's one of those things where i'm not gonna defend it because I mean, I'm not going to defend her because honestly, I just, I can't like, I, I, like when I see people talking shit about her, I just go like Batman, like I don't have to save you. And then I jump out. (laughs) But the one thing I've noticed is a ton of people going at her looks now because they disagree with her point of view. Yeah. Those are two different things. I disagree with her point of view now i'm sure there's a small percentage of people that legitimately feel like she's not attractive right but even that is beside the point of disagreeing with her opinion so if you bring it up it kind of feeds into that the 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 idea that a woman's worth is all in how attractive she is correct so it's like a woman that most people generally find very attractive especially for her age and all that stuff to see people then turn and be like now that i don't agree with her she's ugly it's kind of weird especially you know when it's people that try to be body positive Mm -hmm. and try to be uh you know try to say like well i'm not you know a person's value a woman's value isn't just how she looks she just happened to have some repulsive ugly opinions Mm -hmm. um but to then be like she's just ugly i don't know that seems kind of very sexist yeah to me that's how it seems you know and and reductive you know like her opinion just lacks merit and like i said i'm not gonna i'm not gonna hop in that fight if y'all want to call her ugly and that's your thing i'm not coming on your page to fucking debate it out with you and shit but 
for most people it's just a blatant lie right like that's every, the problem i have yeah everybody ain't got with, nothing to do with her looks she's just dumb Dang, every, got everybody with, she looks. yeah everybody with eyes is like well she's still a pretty attractive lady right. just, she's a piece of shit you know what I mean? like what what are you gonna say man there's a lot of beautiful pieces of shit out here in the world yes it is <laughs> but uh yeah man you know and i don't know it's just weird because you know she was saying shit people like they'd be like oh she's gorgeous she's this but i just worry about like the first not now this is not her obviously but the first time someone steps out of line that is attractive if it's like people think that's the way to hurt them is to say how they're not attractive Mm -hmm. but i just think that we need to get off of that you know it's kind of like how every time somebody has an argument with me on the internet i just get fatter and fatter you know it's like Mm -hmm. all right i okay like if you've been thinking this and just holding back it still has nothing to do with my opinion but okay Uh, nothing to do with the argument we're talking about right here right um so yeah she says uh and the sad thing is once president obama is out of office she'll be out of a job they just hired her because she's a black woman who hates obama no way they're gonna keep her around to spew her garbage with a white president in office yeah what is there gonna be for her to do oh they'll find a way to keep her around believe you me because the next president is not gonna care about black people Mm -mm. i think that's firmly established right so the question is what is she gonna be around to do she won't be on as often but yeah you know somebody gets shot they bring up special correspondent right right that's what's gonna be she she's she gonna get less tv time but she'll still be around al sharpton is the real racist mm-hmm. um <laughs> yep no way they're gonna keep around yeah um so what will happen after that her only hope is to marry rich because the only people who are checking for stacy dash for her infamous infamy were black people and right now, I'd rank her popularity among black people somewhere between Iggy Azalea and your white co-workers potato salad. Oh. <laughs> yeah. So, well, there's all, the uh, attractive woman like that, there's always going to be some dude willing to depart with his fortune. Mm-hmm. So, and then, there's, not to mention, there's got to be weird, rich, racist people that are into that. Yes. She's attractive and racist. I got to get this sister uh should hillary clinton have to answer for bill clinton's legacy of sexual assault allegations we talked about this on the show uh as well uh 33 of y'all said yeah she should it's relevant and 67 percent said no it's not relevant uh which is just interesting i've like this is one of those times where i don't have an answer guys i think it matters in the context that she presents herself as an advocate and a supporter of women's rights yes and then she's pretty much protected this guy who's um been abusive towards women even though it's her husband you know it doesn't make it okay um but at the same time it's never brought up that way it's Mm -hmm. always brought up like gossip you know it's not even brought up to her it's always brought up to somebody else like you know bernie what do you think about her cheating ass husband (laughs) girl go ahead spill that tea it's like it's not even it's not even being treated seriously other than you know like jezebel or something writing about it but as far as in these debates and the things that the candidates say about each other it's not mm-hmm. treated seriously uh 67 said it's not relevant um so yeah we had two comments sugar Bay said at first i was conflicted because it felt like an extension of the clinton hate as karen pointed out she didn't sexually harass those women bill did but then i wondered if we hold other women accountable for their husband's every action and i realized that i do for some women because i judge and absolutely hold Pill Cosby's wife accountable for trying to suppress and oppress the women he's raped 
and continues to shield her husband from facing the consequences of his past actions so yeah we may have to actually call hillary to task for that shit she can't get a full pass yeah i think that's that's a very interesting comparison i think it does matter you know if 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 uh was was uh camille if camille cosby was out here trying to just keep running business as usual and it's like well now she's wants to represent comedians other comedians than bill cosby you know we will be like Mm-mm, not you I'm like why why do you get to do that we right. will, people will be asking questions so it's just weird maybe because the dynamic of bill being the most powerful man on the earth at the time or on his way up to being the most powerful man on the earth some people were like it's just inevitable to happen but i don't think that that's a reason that it can't be discussed and ultimately True. i don't know what can be done about it and i don't know where the end of that discussion would mean you know that she can't be president or you know i don't know but it's interesting that the way it's talked about um and how it's easy easy to dismiss it because it's not actually broached as a serious topic even though it really is particularly to the victims right yeah it's always broached as like some gossip uh, Amani says Donald Trump was accused of rape by his ex-wife, but we hear more about Hillary having to defend herself from Clinton's actions than that. Yep. And didn't we elect Bill again after half of those allegations? No, it's not relevant to her candidacy. Yeah, see, that's the thing. The other thing is, in all fairness, we're letting other men be terrible to women and get whatever they want, and it's not a question. Um so, so then, people kind of pick and choose yeah so mm-hmm. it's like picking it for hillary is more like well you're a woman so you should this should affect you you should understand and it's like yeah we definitely don't have those qualifications for the men that do horrible things to women we're just like that's par for the course i don't know it's, it's just all ugly it's all ugly and complicated i don't know i don't have an answer man i wish i had some some hot take on the shit or some clear like this is the right thing to do but i don't know what to say because at the end of the day the only answer i can imagine her giving is some shit like it's my husband yeah like i doubt she's gonna be like you know what i mean like it's not like gonna be the end of batman where she's secretly being recorded and the real truth's gonna come out (laughs) she's gonna say it's my husband and then most of america will accept that because we accept loyalty to your man as a positive trait and then it'll go away or the people that already hate her will hold on to it and no one's gonna care because they already hated her True. we did get one comment on our spoiled movie review uh that we did a while ago 57 x machina which we did in may mm-hmm. blue cat 04 says i like this very smart movie especially the themes i agree that it had great pacing oscar, uh, oscar isaac gave a great performance would love to see a sequel i would too yeah because the way it ended yeah i would yeah, too you could do that we got one voicemail oh is it two i don't know what this voicemail is yeah it's the ap evil listen to me it was a question these are a reasonable writer things if bill cosby can have people sit down and watch him eat curry before he goes on the show karen could rub on somebody's chest before he does the interview whatever 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 my question is now i'm going to take off more questions yeah, that's it. Anyways, oh, well, P.S., uh, don't block me. Uh, I ain't really that angry. <laughs> okay. What's this a continuation? This has to be a continuation for something else. Oh, that Drake question about would Karen interview Drake if she had to rub his chest or something? I'm assuming that's what it's for. 
<laughs> it's the only thing that makes sense to me so uh you know and bill cosby those weren't interviews when he made those people watch him eat those are just interns and we ain't interns nigga we make our own decisions here <laughs> no no interns yeah if i had to start doing shit to get these interviews and they not gonna get done <laughs> finger bang me and then we'll do it no nah, mm-hmm. i'm good mm-hmm. good sound don't. like work yeah don't know where your dirty fingers be and i'm good uh all right next uh next voicemail hey Ryan king this is jada um not particularly feedback about the show but just wanted to make um some comments about the like getting getting your blood drawn um, I feel you can because I also have small um, veins and my dad does too. So it's kind of like a running joke with us. Like if we ever have to go and get blood drawn, they were like, okay, we're going to see, you know, how how good is this nurse, you know, today. But I actually have a story. So I um, was working like one semester when I was in college and um, the company I was working for did a blood drive. So I was like, okay, you know, my first time donating blood and um the I appreciate that the first lady was like, I'm not even going to attempt this, you know, because like you said, Karen, like I actually don't have an aversion to needles, but once you have to keep poking at the same place, you know, with several needles and rolling it around, then that's when it starts hurting. So this one lady, um, she was like, ooh, you know, whatever. And then also, too, I'm kind of, like, borderline anemic. So they oh. almost thought I wouldn't be able to give blood. But one lady found a small vein, and so it took me forever to fill up the bag. Like, literally, I had to sit there, mm-hmm. like, flexing my hand back and forth for about at least a good hour, mm-hmm. um, maybe more. And then the next day, I was going home, and somebody cut in front of me, on the highway and I T-boned them and the paramedics came or whatever. So of course, like from the blood draw, then both of my arms were already kind of like sore or whatever. And the veins are kind of shot. So they had to put an IV, which of course, as you know, Karen, the needles way thicker in my hand. So, (laughs) yeah. So that whole process was just not fun. And then a similar thing happened where, um, Actually, when I had to go to the hospital to get my gallbladder removed, uh, the first IV I got, the it was a, actually a training EMT student. And I guess maybe because they had to do IVs all the time, they're a lot better at it. So she got it on the first try, okay. even though she was a student. But then when they had to replace my IV, I appreciated the nurse who was on schedule. was like, you know what? This is above my skill level. And so they had to go <laughs> and get another person and he had to put it in my hand and my right hand unfortunately mm-hmm. at that so mm-hmm. i wasn't able to do much but yes yeah, so i i feel your um you're getting blood drawn pain karen but all right of course always love the show guys bye bye sweetie other people hit me up about that on like social media and telling me about their and you know the stuff that they go through with having small veins like that like i guess people with the big veins you know y'all don't have to deal with this or people that have um veins look like road maps like most people most of y'all don't ever have to deal with it but man yeah you have that that small vein life or that rolling vein life which means they like can find it but if they're not quick enough that shit will that shit will shift like the uh like a fault you know uh they understand that life and it ain't fun yeah um and like i said i don't have that issue really but you know i've i've, I've had the, the times where it's been hard to draw blood and it is weird and takes forever and stuff yeah and, and, and most of the time y'all i'm i'm 
y'all, I am very reasonable. I'm very, very, very reasonable. But if I look at you and, A, if I've told you, that's going to be a problem. And then, B, you got to put me more than two times, it's, it's going to be a problem. You're you, 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 you going to let me go. <laughs> it's going to be brawling up in there with them needles. Uh, okay, the phone lines are open, 704-557-0186, 704-557-0186, if you want to um, call before we end the show. But we got a couple of voicemail, I mean, emails to read first. Kadesha writes in, episode 119, Jada versus Janet first let me say that i love you guys in the podcast waiting on them w2s to go premium i appreciate how you guys take the time out to actually read and research those receipts jada got listening to what people are running with is frustrating all the smiths have done is being overshadowed and almost erased by one bitter individual and if the smiths do continue with their charitable works it will be probably looked like oh looked at with oh now you want to do something because miss janet called you out eyes after listening to jada's tweets uh what i take away from them is a mother that has an incredible relationship with her daughter on the subject of the oscars to me it's like the nba when we do finally break down the barriers we'll be running that shit too i just pray it happens in my lifetime well me too kadesha and yeah it is kind of weird um because um even in the information age people choose to be uninformed and they hear shit through the grapevine they see a title of an article and they run with it like it's the truth without even bothering to look it up no when you have the most information ever at your fingertips we ain't got to go to the library no more y'all whatever smartphone that you posted your comment on or whatever computer that you posted your comment on you can google but people are like ah that take too much effort yeah you see a tweet and then you're just like oh will smith doesn't think racism is real and you're like okay well that's it that's i don't need to look into that any further right. i don't need to see his comments around it read the article i i got it someone mentioned it in a tweet you know um so yeah you gotta read it uh janet versus jada um by nerd geek ninja who says hi riding karen great episode i can't wait to see what chris rock to hear what chris rock is going to say at the oscars i hope he gives out white lilies to all the participants <laughs> lily white hashtag lily white oscars i hope he does skits to, of all the movies nominated with all the non-white actors to drive home the point that most if not all the work of people of color as the leads except for room um because let's be honest no one cares about non-white women getting kidnapped to hell captive for years <laughs> oh yeah actually room might have been believable if it was not a white woman you know what i mean we'd be like oh no wonder they weren't looking <laughs> before i listened to this episode i'd watched i'd watch jada's video the first time i was too distracted by her face i guess the botox treatment hadn't settled in Ooh, that mm. that tea uh the second time was to make sure i heard everything she said because nothing about it seemed off to me she only posed a question and then said what she was going to do i'm also skeptical that she's only speaking out because will didn't get nominated he hasn't been nominated for a lot of roles that i personally think were better than his performance in concussion yeah that was the other thing i'm like why would it just be this year <laughs> you know what she like first of all actually let me tell you that one that's not wrong if she did decide fuck them this is the last straw they came after my man you know what i'm saying like that wouldn't be like people try to turn that into like oh you just did it because of your husband yeah motherfucker i care and i and it's a bigger problem than just my husband and yeah it personally affected my family and that's when i decided that this was enough shit for me that's kind of how a lot of people are yep they, yeah, yeah that's how a lot of people get into 
a lot of shit when it comes to it it's like okay this is my problem now i'm going to fight my problem and the bigger cause altogether yeah y'all motherfuckers doing that like you know what trayvon martin mama didn't care about these she wasn't marching before it's like nigga what are you talking about yeah it personally affected my life now i give a fuck right that's kind of how <laughs> most being people human works. yeah that's being human it's not like me fucking boycotting the oscars gonna do a thing but you know like i don't like they don't actually owe me anything but i guarantee if i was you know someone who put forth an oscar worthy product and got snubbed i probably would feel more upset about it now about miss janet thanks for playing her response because honestly i wouldn't have watched or listened to it i just knew it was gonna be p-e-t-t-y and i just didn't want to see her like that lol shaking my head her patty has aged like a fine cheese you can smell it a mile away you just don't find patty like that anymore anyways (laughs) (laughs) thanks thanks again for a great show and the laughs iman thanks iman and uh that's it for today man like i said we'll be back at three for all of our premium listeners who want to hear us talk about nerd shit Mm -hmm. i'll send out the email of rights in a few minutes uh for everybody else we'll talk to you guys tomorrow until then i love you i love you too